In the beginning of this week's Parsha, Parsha's Vayetze, we have the very uh, famous story where Yaakov Avinu is leaving his father's home in Be'er Sheva in Israel and going down to Haran, where he's ultimately going to uh, marry and have the Shvatim. Um, but on the way there, he has he sleeps for the night. We know that that's on Har HaMiria, on the Temple Mount. And there he has the dream with the ladder and the angels going up and down, the Malachim, and Hashem speaks to him. Um, when he wakes up, he says his very famous um, oath, or tefillah. And when he tells Hashem, he says, if you'll be with me, or to quote the Pasuk, Im likim imodi, if Hashem will be with me, Ushmarani hoylich, that Hashem will guard me in this way that I am traveling, that I'm going. And will give me food to eat and clothing to wear. Vishafti Bisholim al Bas Avi, I will return in peace to my father's home. Vahoya Hashem Li Lelikim, Hashem will be for me a God. Vuhaevan Hazois Asher Samti Matseva, this stone that I have erected as an altar, Yi Yebas Alikim will be a house for Hashem. On a simple level, uh, Yaakov is um, really making a deal with Hashem. He says, you take care of me, I'll take care of you. Right? If Hashem will be with me and guard me, give me food, give me clothing, return me in peace to my parents' home, then Hashem will be my God and I will make a home for Hashem out of this stone. Obviously it's odd. Yaakov is, is uh, one of our Ovis, the greatest of our Ovis, in, in many, many ways, one of the greatest tzaddikim ever. And he's bargaining with Hashem, if you'll, if you'll do what I need, so then you'll be for me, my God. Obviously, there's something a lot deeper to this tefillah, this statement of Yaakov Avinu. And Hasidus explains it very beautifully. And I'll give you the gist of an idea in a mimer. Um, actually, a mimer that the Rebbe said in 1977. Uh, based on these Pesukim Veshafti B'Shalem El Beis Avi, and then edited it and distributed it to the Shluchim by the Kinnus HaShluchim um, in 1988, uh, in 1987, that is, where I had the privilege of being at the time. But the point is, he says the following, that really Yaakov Avinu represents the Neshama of all Jewish people. And we know every generation has a Nasi, has a, a Tzaddik, a leader, the name for that is Nasi, which literally means like the Jewish prince, but the acronym, the Rosh Hateva, said the word Nasi is Nitzot Shel Yaakov Avinu, a spark of Yaakov. Because just like Yaakov contained within himself all the 12 tribes, which is all the continuation of Klal Yisrael, in every generation you have that Nasi that connects to all of the Jewish people. Be that as it may, Yaakov represents the Neshama of a Jew. And the descent of Yaakov from Israel, from Eretz Yisrael to Haran, is really the story of the descent of every neshama into this world. And Yaakov is on the way down, where every neshama is on the way down from heaven, and it has a very difficult um, trip ahead of itself, fraught with all types of difficulties, especially spiritually speaking, and so many different types of challenges that are going to challenge the neshama in its trip into a very physical and materialistic world. And therefore the neshama prays to Hashem, and asks for Hashem's help and guidance to see to it that the trip should be successful.
So really this prayer, this tefillah of Yaakov, is the tefillah of the neshama on the way into the world. And what's the neshama asking for? So let's go back and see the points of his tefillah. The first thing he says is, If Hashem will be with me. And that's number one. The neshama coming to this world, the first thing we know we need is sayayta deshmaya, help from Hashem. Whatever we're going to do, however we're going to do it, number one is we know that we have help, and Hashem promises that help. So, im Hashem imodi. And then he says, ushmarani that he'll guard me in this way that I'm going. Guarding is always from things that are negative. So in the story of the neshama, what's negative, most negative for the neshama is sins, averis, things that will, will disconnect me from Hashem. So the neshama is praying, number one, we're asking for Hashem to help me, to guard me from that which is negative influences for me. And then he says, and he'll give me a food to eat and clothing to wear. Food and clothing are metaphorically Torah and mitzvahs. And Tanya brings that Torah is con- compared to food, just like food we take in ourselves and it becomes part of ourselves. The same is with the ideas of Torah that we learn, that they become the muzzing, the food for the neshama. Clothing are compared to mitzvahs because that's something that's more external. It's not something we take within. It's not something we internalize, but it's something that surrounds us spiritually. So the neshama is asking for Hashem A, for Hashem to be with me, B, to guard me from that which is negative, C, to give me the food, which is to make sure that I'm able to learn Torah, and finally, the clothing, which is to do the mitzvahs. But then he says, V'shafti b'shalim el beisavmi, that he is asking to be returned in peace to my father's home. What's the idea of the return in peace? Peace is when you connect opposites. Right? You don't make peace with, with friends, for that you don't need peace. Peace is the idea of bringing together those that are opposites. And here we come to perhaps the most important goal of the neshama coming into this world. The neshama didn't come into this world just to learn Torah and do mitzvahs and become more spiritual, because the neshama was very spiritual before it came into the world. The greatest accomplishment of the person and the soul down here is when he's able to bring spirituality, holiness, and beauty into the regular mundane activities of the day. The eating, and the sleeping, and the working, and the socializing, and all of the rest of the physical and very human um, involvements that, we, that we're involved with every day throughout the day. And when we bring Kedusha into the world around us, that's bringing Shalom, that's connecting the opposites, connecting the spiritual and the physical of this world. And that's what the, the ultimate goal of the Neshama so after the neshama prays and says, okay, Hashem, say, help me, and I shouldn't be influenced negatively, and I should have the proper Torah learning, I have the proper mitzvahs, he's, then he prays for peace, the ability that his holiness should be something that should be able to be connected to the rest of the day, the, the majority of one's day. And that's the idea of kol masechel Hashem shamayim, bringing the, uh, for the sake of heaven into everything I do, or bechol derachacha de'eu, knowing Hashem in everything that we do. And then he finishes and says that when that will happen, that through my service in this world, I will be much more connected to Hashem. I will grow to a much greater level of connection than even before I came down into this world. And he finishes that this stone that will be a house for Hashem, the stone represents the physical, the materialistic, that which is so 
not spiritual, like a stone where you don't see any apparent spirituality. But the ultimate goal is that I'll bring Kedusha even into the stones of this world, into every detail and aspect of this world, will be transformed to a home for Hashem, which we know, of course, is the goal of creation. So really what, the, what Yaakov Avinu was saying here, in the name of all the souls, is talking about the reason for his descent, the purpose of the descent, and how that will all be materialized. And again, so he's asking for, for God's being with him, protection from the negative, Torah learning, mitzvahs, and the ability to bring Kedusha to everything into this world, with the ultimate goal being both that, that one will come closer to Hashem and bring Hashem into every area of this world. Have a wonderful Shabbos.